a crude laboratory in the basement of his home. Welcome to the Tech Today podcast powered by CEO Raider. It's your host, John Mayetta. Check us out online at techtoday.com. Visit us at ceorader.com. Review your company, review your CEO. Kind of fired up. I've got a, um, we've got spring break here coming up in the Northeast, the week of the 15th. And I get to hang out with nephews and nieces at MIT Technology Lab. And I'll tell you guys more about it after the fact. I don't want anybody coming at me while I'm at the lab. Like Bret Hart, check your Twitter feed. Coming Monday at Tech Today. I'll give you guys a teaser. We believe that Apple will have a new CEO within five years. And we draw some parallels between Tim Cook at Apple, Apple's current CEO, if you weren't aware, and Microsoft former CEO Steve Ballmer. We draw some parallels with regard to missed opportunities. And we believe that Apple could be headed for a period that looks a lot like Microsoft from 01 to 13 when the stock flatlined. You know, we've been kind of negative on Apple for the past couple of years because they simply did not innovate with the iPhone. And now that iPhone sales growth is essentially no growth. That's fine, but we have doubts that Tim Cook can leverage the fact that there are more than 2 billion active Apple devices in the world. Because the way we think about the iPhone sales curve over the past number of years is that if you want to look back at that growth period, it's fine that the growth is behind us. If you view that growth period as a seeding strategy, phase one of a larger strategy for Apple, larger strategy around revenue growth. And phase one was seeding the market with smart devices. Phase two would be layering cloud-based services on top of those smart devices. And is Tim Cook the right person to lead that charge from the CEO chair at Apple? And we posit that the answer is no. And on Monday morning, we're going to tell you why at tech today so let's maybe touch on some of that stuff at at a high level so apple late to the cloud google microsoft amazon have all built substantial cloud businesses and in google's case it's more than just cloud for the enterprise you know it's the fact that all their services reside in the cloud so apple late to the cloud apple's gaming strategy dated downloadable games that reside behind a walled garden dated approach when today game discovery Gang playing all resides in the cloud. If you look at YouTube numbers, you have more than 200 million people per day logged in YouTube users, 200 million plus watching video games. And that's going to serve as a a nice installed base to sell cloud gaming to when Google rolls rolls out its Stadia gaming platform later this year. So you sort of have a built-in installed base. So Apple has underinvested in gaming, and they have invested in a, a legacy strategy, a walled garden, curated universe of downloadable games. That's old news. Where else have they missed? Well, they've missed in capital allocation. From my perspective, Apple should have allocated a majority of its investment dollars as it relates to content to gaming content. And instead, it feels like gaming is an afterthought, despite the fact that it is by far the largest segment of all media. And instead, Apple invests time, effort, and capital into digital newspapers, digital magazines, television, all yesterday's news. Old news. And by the way, they're going to be underinvested. Apple supposedly is going to invest a billion-ish in original content production this calendar year. Meanwhile, Netflix is moving along at a $15 billion clip. Disney, who I don't think has publicly talked about 
the amount of capital it's going to apply to original content production already has the best-in-class content library. Disney does. And I'm talking now more about traditional content, not, not, not games, but feature film uh, in particular. Disney's got the best-in-class library. So Apple chose to invest the majority of its investment dollars around legacy content, where at best, it'll be number two. At, at best. I think one and two are frankly going to be Disney and Netflix. I think Apple's going to be playing for number three. I think Amazon probably, with its prime service, will fall behind Netflix and, and Disney. So maybe in reality, Apple's playing for number four on the original content side. Tough to get excited about that strategy. So what would our recommendation be? Our recommendation would be to flip the content strategy on its head, Apple's current content strategy, and pursue gaming, cloud gaming in a big way, and materially de-emphasize the legacy content, newspapers, magazines, episodic television, film. Do you even want to play there? It's already a crowded space, and you're a minnow. So why play there? If you put content aside for a moment, all content, gaming, everything. The area that we would like to see Apple invest heavily in would be healthcare IT. And we've talked about this a number of times on this podcast. We've written about it a number of times. We'll talk more at length about it in Monday's article. Monday's article will link to some of that older content, which is still fresh and relevant content. But healthcare IT makes a ton of sense. For example, electronic medical records, electronic health records make perfect sense to include those on the iPhone. You know, have that be one of the defaults when you buy a new iPhone. EMRs are pre-installed. And we've advocated that Apple go acquire Cerner. Cerner or Epic, the two leaders in the EMR, EHR space. I mean, you could partner with them, sure, but it's a lot easier to, to acquire because then you bring that domain expertise in-house. Apple doesn't have that domain expertise. I mean, you could hire people organically, but it's a lot faster if you buy the best-in-class company. So now you have that domain expertise. You have technology on hand that already is HIPAA-compliant. It just expedites everything. And Apple is in a, a race of sorts. You know, they're competing against Amazon, you know, that Haven JV between Amazon Berkshire and JP Morgan. That organization is already active here in Boston where it's headquartered. So be aggressive in healthcare IT. One good sign is that Tim Cook now has corporate development reporting to him as opposed to the CFO. So that tells you that he's becoming more serious about M&A. I think that's crucial. And so... I think what he has to understand, if he doesn't already, is that M&A is as much art as science and that if, if he, he's going to want to win, let's say they go after Cerner, it's going to spark a competitive process. If he go, if Apple goes after Cerner, AWS, who already partners with Cerner as well, uh, Amazon will go after Cerner. Bezos and Andy Jassy will go out there and try to win that deal. Tim Cook is going to have to get on the plane and try to win business. And it's not, you know, it, it, it's more than just showing up at the end than trying to get a deal across the finish line. With some of these more strategic, important deals, you've, you've got to be there early. You, the CEO. If you think you're going to walk in at the last moment and have a dramatic Hollywood movie moment and win the deal, and I know CEOs that pursue that strategy, and that's a, a weak, poorly thought-out strategy. It's an arrogant strategy. It's a lazy strategy. So that's actually our number one recommendation that you can read about on Monday, that Apple aggressively grow it's Apple Health Initiative, and to kick that off with an acquisition in EMR. We provide some additional detail behind that. That's all for now. See you all next time.